It's time for the Ag Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those that are shaping it. Today, I'm visiting with Steve Mercer. He is the Vice President of Communications with U.S. Wheat Associates. And we take a look at some of the markets that they have been working hard on here so far this year with regard to hard red winter wheat. Yeah, we thought it would be a good time to kind of look back at the marketing year that just ended at the end of May uh, and and tell your listeners, you know, a little bit about the work that U.S. Wheat was doing uh, mainly in 2020 and, and into the uh, beginning of this calendar year. And, uh, you know, I thought we would focus on the three key markets for hard grid winter wheat, uh, Brazil, uh, China, and Mexico. Uh, you know, with uh, Brazil... Brazil's a growing opportunity for hard grid winter. Uh, they, a couple of years ago, the government there opened up a tariff rate quota that um, allows the millers there to import wheat from outside of the South American trade agreement uh, up to a certain amount without any tariffs. And so um, we really saw that as an opportunity. And our team down there, based in uh, Chile and Santiago, really ramped up the work in Brazil and, you know, they started holding more and more meetings with buyers, the millers themselves, to help them understand how to use the U.S. system uh, to get the most value from their hybrid winter purchase and uh, then uh, technical help, you know, for those millers who may not have uh, milled a lot of hybrid winter wheat in the past, typically they're milling their own wheat and and wheat from Argentina and blending it together, uh, but we're hybrid winter is a good substitute for that Argentine wheat. And um, the other uh, opportunity we saw was to conduct uh, the first uh, for the first time a series of crop quality meetings last fall, explaining again the the characteristics of last year's crop and then uh, we published those materials in Portuguese for the first time and and in fact did several videos uh, of folks explaining the, those uh, qualities and and did uh, Portuguese translations as well and uh, then we look at China China very interesting market uh, for hybrid winter uh, occasionally had imported hybrid winter in the past uh, but when the uh, market opened up after the trade war ended and the agreement, the phase one agreement was signed. Uh, Hybrid winter was uh, attractively priced and the government buyer there, Costco, suddenly started purchasing a lot of hybrid winter from the Gulf tributaries, which was uh, unusual. They purchased over a million metric tons, uh, which is 300 plus uh, million uh, bushels of hard red winter wheat, but uh, not a lot of experience there for the millers and bakers uh, using uh, that wheat, and so they have to they have to buy that wheat from Costco, and Costco has to sell it. We didn't want it to be feed wheat, um, and so uh, our team there in Beijing sampled some of that wheat directly from a vessel that was arriving in China. Uh, they worked with our our, our cooperators there. Uh, to mill the wheat, uh, to bake it into uh, several uh, different products and evaluated the quality. And then they shared that information not only with the government buyers, but with millers and bakers. 
Um, and uh, then they held a separate seminar for millers on the, the milling qualities of hardwood winter. And again, the goal there was to uh, really avoid just having that put into storage. And you know, if we can if we can convince the millers and the, the bakers to pull that wheat out, uh, then the government buyers are probably going to be a little more open to uh, uh, making it available to, for sale. Steve, can I ask a, a question on China, especially sure. in comparison to the United States? Are they large producers of hard red winter wheat or not? They are. Uh, they are certainly the largest single country producing wheat in the world. Um, uh, huge wheat crops. Uh, it is somewhat like hard red winter. I mean, it's a little bit between the soft red winter and the hard red winter in terms of protein, 10, 9, 10, 11% maybe. Uh, and, uh, but, I mean, the volume of uh, demand is so high that uh, we've actually calculated that if they imported what they're supposed to in their tariff-free quota, which is 9 million metric tons, they would still be 90% self-sufficient in wheat. So, yeah, big importers but they or big producers, but they need the kind of wheat from the United States uh, that helps them meet the demand for Western-type foods that's growing and, and even Chinese-type food like uh, steam breads. Okay. Well, you just answered the second part of my question, is why would they be interested? <laughs> so you you covered it. Thank you. <laughs> sure, good. Yeah. yeah. And the last market, uh, our biggest market for hybrid winter wheat <clears throat> is Mexico, of course. Uh, and uh, 60% of the wheat that is imported by Mexico arrives directly by rail from the United States, from Colorado and Kansas and uh, uh, Oklahoma, et cetera. And, you know, it's our biggest market, always has been, but we definitely were not taking it for granted. You know, one of the opportunities that we had uh, through the Agricultural Trade Promotion Program was to uh, do some studies about the Mexican market, specifically on rail transportation and in some of the possible constraints on rail transportation, and then also on consumer trends. And it was a really interesting exercise because with rail, we identified that there are sometimes policy issues between the U.S. and Mexico government and uh, shippers uh, that are trading back and forth on, on the rail uh, and poor, con- poor communications about uh, some of the policies, uh, particularly the way we have inspected and the information that uh, they get out of that and not understanding that. And so by doing that study, we're going to be able to focus on those key issues and really help the buyers there get, again, the most value out of their their rail transportation for wheat. And the consumer trend study really was interesting because it showed that Mexico is going to continue to grow as a market for hardwood winter uh, because there's a growing demand for bread products and clearly they're not producing hardwood winter wheat. They produce mainly durum wheat, uh, and so they need that wheat. So, yeah, they can compete. Uh, they can get wheat from other locations, uh, but, you know, the proximity to the U.S., and if we continue to increase the value, uh, then we're hopefully going to going to 
capture more and more of that market as as it goes on. So uh, it's a great relationship with our team uh, based in Mexico City with the millers and the milling industry and the baking industry, which is, of course, uh, you know, Bimbo, which is the biggest bread maker in the world, is based in Mexico City. So it's a great relationship, and uh, our team, our teams everywhere are really working to make sure that uh, that we continue to gain as much market share as possible. And with regard to Mexico, what are some questions or what are some of the things that they are looking at in particular when it comes to wheat? Yeah. Definitely, uh, they're looking at functionality. So, okay. um, hard red winter is the largest uh, uh, market or type of wheat that they import. Uh, they're looking there, obviously, for uh, great performance in their bread products. A lot of different bread products. You go to a, uh, a store now, and the bread is all displayed, and people grab it by piece, and then uh, it's weighed at the at the counter, and that's how people pay for it. Um, and more and more, they're big box stores, so they're looking for higher protein, or I would say stronger protein, because they will par bake that at a central location, ship it to the to the retail store, and then they'll finish the bake there. So they need stronger doughs, and they also have a lot of frozen dough that they ship, so they need that strong dough from the United States. And so, you know, if it's hard grid winter alone or a blend with our hard grid spring wheat, that's really ideal for them. There's also a growing market for uh, cookies, crackers, etc. And of course, that uh, that's going to benefit our soft grid winter, uh, which is grown in eastern Kansas and eastern Mississippi. So Mexico is an amazing, excellent market for us. Well, we're out of time today. Good conversation. Thank you very much for the information. My pleasure. Take care. Steve Mercer, Vice President of Communications with U.S. Wheat Associates, my guest here today. I'm your host, Lori Boyer, and you've been listening to the IQ Podcast.